Hey, this is Jason here, and uh, what you're about to uh, listen to is a compilation of four days of Enneagram training that I did this week. Uh, and so you'll kind of hear that I cut off and join back in here. And so I'm just putting these all together for my podcast, and I hope that this is helpful to you in some way. Have a great week, and uh, leave some comments, subscribe, and like. So today we kind of uh, define the Enneagram what it is, what it isn't. We broke down, first of all, like kind of our feeling goals, some of our thinking goals, action goals, which I thought was great. Is how are you feeling? What are you thinking? What do you need to know? Explore. What do you, uh, just some great, great stuff there. Uh, I'm not going to go into all of that. And we talked about some words that describe ourselves. We define what the Enneagram is, kind of uh, the project that I'm working on is like, what is my elevator pitch of the Enneagram? And, uh, you know, I kind of started to put together some thoughts. We did a breakout there and talked a little bit about uh, some of our concerns about the definitions of the Enneagram. Uh, you know, a lot of people call it an assessment. It's so much more than an assessment. Assessment just sounds like, hey, you're taking a test. Um, it's more than assessment. It, 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 uh, it, uh, it's a system. It's a way of thinking. It's a symbol. It's a map. Uh, I looked at it as like the picture on the outside of a puzzle box um, that shows you how the pieces fit together and the work you need to continue to do, uh, show you where the pieces are missing or maybe not in the right order. And uh, again, just, just so much here that I thought was so good. But we walked through some of the uh, different things when it comes to the Enneagram and, and understanding how it can be used. Uh, interesting, so many different people from different backgrounds, from doctors to counselors, pastors, coaches, consultants, business people, HR, uh, just a lot of different uh, backgrounds of people in the group. And so uh, what we started to walk through is the idea that there's a type and then there is your subtype or your instinct. Uh, your type plus your instinct brings you to your subtype, which I hadn't learned a lot about the instinct. Uh, there being three for each of the, the types. So really, uh, there's 27 subtypes of uh, the Enneagram and understanding that. I thought that was so good uh, for me that I wasn't fully aware of. I kind of had seen a little bit on it. This really unpacked that and we're just really brushing up against it. And so then we actually got to start to talk about the nine type and uh, walking through their passion, uh, what their, what each one of their subtypes looks like. An interesting thing I wasn't aware of is each uh, type on the Enneagram of the nine types has a three subtypes. So there's really, again, you, you have 27 total, nine times three. And again, it's simple math. But each one of them has a counter type, uh, which I thought was interesting, which, which means the counter type means this is the most unlike their particular type. Uh, and so each one of those has, uh, each one of the, the nine has a counter uh, type within there. Uh, that I thought was so good and just really helpful to see uh, what those counter types were and have more reading to do on that. But very interesting. Uh, I, I'm a, an eight subtype self-pres with a really close behind one-to-one -one SX uh, subtype. So the stacking there, um, it kind of gives you an interesting, interesting uh, role there uh, with with, with who I am. So we talked again about the one and uh, we talked about a uh, little bit of understanding your true self versus false self that, that your, your goal and, and seeing the Enneagram is to take 
uh, what your natural inclination is, which 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 is your false self, you know, another word, the ego, and to move to higher levels of integration, uh, to move from your vice or your passion, another word to say it, which would be like a lower emotion to your virtue, your higher emotion, and that as we go to the higher levels of integration. Uh, that we start to we start to become the best versions of ourselves to become our true self, if you will. Again, there's a lot of different ways to uh, describe that, and so we talked a lot about uh, uh, the one type and what they what they like. Uh, you know, the strict perfectionist. Some use the term reformer, and uh, we walk through their passion of anger. And they want to do the right thing. They need to be good. They need to be right. Uh, we walk through the three subtypes. Uh, the self-pres, which is more like the worry, this, the one-on-one, -on -one, which is the zeal, which is the kind of their counter type, which uh, they look a lot like an eight, which I understand that. And then the uh, social, the non-adaptable. Uh, so, again, the, the three subtypes are uh, self-pres. That's about, you know, hey, how, how do I survive in the world? How do I um, make sure I have the pre pre preser preserving self? Then there's the one-on-one. -on -one. That's the intimacy one-on-one. -on -one. That's what they're transmitting. They're looking for energy. They're looking for that power. Then the socialist is the group hierarchy. It's the navigating life with the group. Doesn't necessarily mean that they're more social or antisocial. Just as social is the word there. So self-pres one-on-one, and, and, and every type has a subtype of that, and it all makes that type uh, have a, just a different bent to it. And again, each one of them has a stacking of like. What level are you one, two? And so like for me, I'm a self-preservation uh, eight, but I'm, I'm also right behind that, just, just really minusculely different, uh, the one-to-one, -one, just literally one point difference uh, out of that. So very interesting, uh, just some things to learn there. We talked a little bit of coaching ones and uh, won't get into all that and some strategies for helping ones uh, to move from their, their vice of uh, anger, their passion of anger, and move to serenity. Um, you know, that is their, uh, their goal, is how do they live in higher levels of, of, of instead of being angry, uh, and they're denying of that anger, that suffering, that, that enduring, that anger, and move into more serenity. So that's just kind of my, my mind dump for what I talked about today. Um, you know, just day one without going in and sharing all the industry secrets that and stuff material uh, that I'm learning here. It's just what's on my mind today. How am I feeling about it? I feel excited. I'm still feeling pumped. I am tired after day one. Um, there, there is a lot to learn, but I'm, I, I'm just more excited, more pumped by it. Um, ready to uh, take a quick nap and head on to the next meeting that I must take for today and uh, you know just interesting uh, things that I'm learning and growing and I'm excited about that uh, you know um, if I was a person who could get intimidated I might be intimidated today just with the group but I don't get intimidated very easily um, and, and, and I feel good about where I'm at and what God's called me to do when I look at the group and my dynamics within the group and who I am and how I am wired uh, and my comfort level, 
and uh, just, you know, just encouraging me to just lean in and study more and to be helpful. So tomorrow, I think we're going through four more of the types and specific. We kind of had the intro part. Day two of my uh, Enneagram for practitioners training. And uh, today we really focused on, uh, let me turn this fan off. Uh, I just did this immediately. We just got finished. So I'm like giving you fresh raw we focused on twos, threes, fours, and fives today um, of those of that Enneagram type. And uh, my wife's a, a two, so that was really good. Threes, um, learned some great things. Really where I was challenged today was hearing about the fours and fives. And even uh, they show these videos that kind of gives you some pictures and plays it by so a song that kind of captures the, the essence of that number. And... Uh, because I'm the opposite of the feeling center for me, even just personally, like to listen to people talk about their feelings was a little hard for me. Um, even though I'm great, I think at counseling and listening to people, it stressed me out a little bit, <laughs> if I'm honest, um, when they talked about melancholy and sadness and, uh, you know, uh, being too emotional and misunderstood and, and it, it was very interesting about being unique and uh, especially on the fours uh, that that inward feeling that they're feeling um, learning about the different types and uh, about being misunderstood misrepresented and, and it just really stretched me uh, because it is stressing me uh, so that's always where you know that's an area where you can grow uh, where where you stretch muscles uh, as I'm running I'm stretching my muscles, when I do that, that's the area I grow in. That's how I know. I want to push myself to get faster. I want to push myself uh, to go up hills. I want to push myself to be aching a little bit because in that pain, if I address that and, and, and it's the proper amount of pain and stretch, that's where you grow. And so I just thought connecting to that feeling side there, um, it, it, it made just naming the feeling like I felt a little angry. Obviously, that's always the feeling that I feel. Uh, it, it made me feel physically like anxious for them. Like, I got to fix it. I got to do something. Uh, you know, that's the type of the eight is I got to be in control. And I feel like I'm out of control because these these feelings are happening uh, with the fours. And I was thinking about as we went into the fives and their inward thinking and their understanding. That's where I could go on the negative side. Uh, just hearing them talk about these things was a stretching to me about being disconnected uh, and and, and uh, holding back uh, their their passion or, or 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 sin, if you will, is avarice and in the sense of hoarding knowledge, hoarding energy, hoarding connection, time, resources. They don't want to be dependent upon, and so uh, just connecting with that, I thought was so good. Um, of learning some coaching strategies for that. So tomorrow we, we, we finish up the six, seven, eight, and nine, and then we move on to some different things and talk about lines and some coaching things and uh, just really uh, being stretched by this. And I appreciate that uh, of seeing and growing in different areas of, of seeing that each, each one of these, and obviously seeing some things in twos as my wife is a two of how I can support her and love her make her feel loved and people I know who are threes how can I help them 
to feel to be enough to 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 not be connected just to what just what they do uh, the four is just helping them to differentiate their thinking and their feeling uh, to support them to help pull them out appreciate uh, appreciate them make them feel heard uh, make them feel valued see them uh, which you know sometimes as I'm moving fast it's as, uh, as I'm understanding a five and helping them, uh, to connect with their feelings, also to have patience with them, to to not judge them, to not put them in a place where saying uh, where 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 uh, you're just immediately uh, judging them, you know, connecting them with their heart, connecting them, encouraging them to uh, be generous with their time, their energy, their knowledge. So I think just just a great day, another great day. Um, I will say I'm more exhausted today than yesterday. Hopefully, I actually will get to take a nap today. Yesterday, I did not. Um, just a quick nap would ref refresh me and get me going back. Um, but I'm already thinking of a million things I need to do right now. But uh, great day two of eight of connecting. Already see areas for myself to grow in and to move and to flow in. And so uh, into how do I live above judgment of that my way of seeing things is not the only way. Day three Enneagram training debrief just got done. Uh, wanted to just kind of dump what was on my mind here as I'm just kind of journaling this. If this is any help to you, great. If it's not, well, then it's for me. Uh, we went through type six, seven, uh, eight, and nine, got to identify a lot of the subtypes again, kind of the same as is yesterday. So I don't really have a lot to say, even though I was in this, uh, myself was here and some people work closely with and the sixes and sevens, um, really unpacked a lot about myself today, which I've done the, some of the work, but um, man, uh, even in my session, just eye opening, uh, I teared up a little bit, um, but it was super, super good, eye opening, helpful to me. And uh, we went through the nine also, uh, which is kind of the most different for me. Uh, it's what I test the lowest as. Um, I hear that and I think, Wow, I don't know how you live life that way, um, but you know that's obviously a judging statement. So I don't want to, uh, you know, that's something I'm working on. It's like to be able to see. I think today being able to see through each uh, part of the enneagram. Now that we've made our way around the circle, uh, we're going to be talking about the, our, our, the centers, the feeling center, the action center, the thinking center uh, tomorrow, and I'm just excited to continue. Uh, to see people's motivations and to walk through that. Again, this is going to be short today. and uh, But again, saw a lot of the work that I need to do in my life as an Enneagram 8 uh, self-pres, uh, preservation, which, uh, you know, my word is, that subtype is satisfaction. And so I thought that was good guardian role there. And uh somebody said something I thought was really good. It's like that the eight understands that they're typically not vulnerable. And so they love to be transparent as a replacement for vulnerability. Like, Hey, I'm going to show you how vulnerable I can be. I'm going to share these prepared vulnerable statements. And I was like, wow. Uh, so true for me, um, of, of how I can be, uh, there. And you have to be that uh you know the rock the strength you have to you have to portray strength and uh, just you know allowing god to heal and work and to do some inner work there 
uh, as I'm leaning into him and seeing where I need to trust in him, where I've trusted in my strength, I need to trust in him. Day four, uh, so the first week of my Enneagram practitioner training, and uh, you know, every day this week has been challenging, it has been draining both physically, mentally, emotionally, which I think is good because it's stretching. Um, I think often we get in a place where we may not want to go to those places of pain because they're obviously painful and we avoid pain, most of us. And so, uh, but leaning into it today, we talked a lot about our centers of, uh, you know, what the Enneagram talks about, the, 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 uh, action center, the feeling center, the thinking center. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, walking, using the way that we see the world to solve a dilemma or somewhere we're stuck. I'm, I, this is great stuff I'm going to be putting into practice. And, but just made me think, you know, from a biblical perspective, does what this they are presenting present to be uh, in alignment with God's truth? Uh, you always want to, I'm very much like, I love to hear new things. I new, love to hear new perspectives. But at the end of the day, the filter that I put them through is, are they true? Uh, are they in alignment with biblical practices um, or, or principles from scripture? And uh, you always want to put it through that truth of God's word filter. And I look at these three centers of expression, centers of intelligence, centers of structure, and I could see that you could tie them to the spirit, soul, and body that uh, so much of the scripture talks about. I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. But also just a, a lot of that being the soul work, all these three things could also, you could probably also put in that soul bucket of understanding, you know, your thoughts, your feelings, and just your gut intuition Uh actions the actions that we take the habits that we have are all in that soul realm uh most of this i feel is soul work it's obviously within that that uh you know part of our body of our being not body uh and so uh, as we as we understand these things and 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 their their you know push for today was like where are you using a tripod as an example? Where are you out of balance in your action, in your heart, uh, in your thinking? And I'm heavy action. I'm heavy thinking, heavy thinking first, then action. And then I'm really low in emotion. It doesn't mean I have no emotion. It means I go there the third or the last for decision-making perspective, seeing, vision, uh, what I notice, uh, where I go to, where, and so the heart is to, to, to go to balance with all of those, to connect to balance of, of, of feeling and connection, uh, connect the balance of your thinking and your systems of thinking where the Bible has so much to say, uh, about thinking, uh, renewing your mind, meditating on God's word, meditating on his promises, meditating on his truth and that thinking. And I think that's an area where I've, I've done well, but maybe in the sole area of uh, the heart and connection uh, out of a desire to protect one, oneself, we can cut off that feeling center, that intelligence of, uh, do I have a heart intelligence? Am I connected to people and to Am I truly connected to them? Is there truly a bond of, of empathy, an emotional connection? Um, and then that gut, the, 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 the 
ability to be grounded and understand where we are and to be healthy in our body and be healthy in our, you know, reactions of our body. Um, you know, you get that blood boiling. Uh, you get that, you know, and these all work together in tandem. And so understanding how to balance those out like a tripod, uh, you know, like a trio of musicians playing a symphony together, uh, th that chord uh, that, 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 you, that you got that perfect balance to make that perfect sounding uh, note there. And so uh, just, you know, giving myself permission to be curious about myself and to not judge myself about where I need to grow in God. Uh, submitting it to him. I, I generally, as much as the Enneagram uh, has different perspectives and worldviews of those who are teaching it and administering it, I think ultimately, if we submit it to the truth of God's word, and what about this is true, what about this uh, aligns with God's truth, I would say still that my definition after a week is the Enneagram is a system that identifies uh the God-shaped holes in your life, uh, wherever it is that that you've become dependent upon your strengths, that's become your God. Uh, where you've made excuses for your weaknesses, that's your God. And so I think the challenge is then to take a good look at ourselves and say, where have I not allowed God to be God in my life because I've become the God of my life? Uh, it is, of course, the struggle of man to be, want to be like God, to have the knowledge that we should have never had, but now we must have the knowledge of self to have the understanding of God. And we wanted to be, be like him and we would be like him and we would become like him. Um, and we wanted that in the areas where we wanted it for his power and to be in control of our life or to not fear or to fit in or to belong or whatever our motivation is. And we don't want to be like God in the way that we're most dislike God um, and, and, and to become holy and to be dependent upon him. And so that's just kind of like what I'm mulling over here because I know there's some people like oh, I can't believe Enneagram that's weird it's mystic and there is a lot of that that I'm filtering through in this class and it's like but I believe there's a power for God the Father Jesus the Son and the Holy Spirit to move and to work through this um I want the Holy Spirit to move in my body. I want the Holy Spirit to move in my emotions. I want the Holy Spirit to move in my thought. And, you know, I struggle with the emotions because you grow up like, you know, God's not moved by emotion. Don't be moved by your emotions. And uh, we hear that emotions are bad. You know, it's not feeling. I'm not going to tell. I'm going to tell myself off. Okay, well, and, then, and, and you can suppress those feelings. Uh, you know, I know the, the line from frozen conceal don't feel uh yes i just quoted frozen um i'm a dad of three daughters get over it um that's where i'm at that's where i'm at so uh that's my thoughts on day four so much to process so much to feel right now i feel good i feel growth i feel green energy of i'm moving and 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 trusting God and taking a step towards him. And I'm excited. 
it's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting to me because I know God has great things ahead for me as I submit to him and grow in him and submit to his will and his plan for my life. I hope this has been helpful to you in some way. Leave comments, questions, corrections, and have a great day.